Repodcasting is part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. Have you ever watched a movie and wondered why they cast that woman or that guy? Well, here's our chance to give it a try. We're repodcasting. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Repodcasting. I'm Lucia. And I'm Janet. Hi, Janet. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How's it going? Good, good. Um, I'm like weirdly excited to talk to you about this month's movie. Okay, well, why don't you tell our listeners uh, the movie, Lucia? Yeah, so it's Jack Reacher, the 2012 Tom Cruise flick. And I picked this. I had never seen it. I didn't really, I didn't know anything about the source material. um, But I had read that Tom Cruise... Like when you, you know, occasionally I'd look up lists of like, what are poorly cast movies? And this one would come up sometimes because Tom Cruise was thought of as a poor casting choice because the Jack Reacher character from the source novels, his physique is described very clearly as being 6'5 and broad shouldered and Tom Cruise is 5'7. And so, you know, people who were big fans of the novels were a little unhappy with him being picked. What's kind of interesting is, uh, so Christopher McQuarrie, who we have talked about on our podcast before, he works with Tom Cruise quite a bit. He wrote a version of the screenplay, or sorry, he rewrote um, Josh Olson's version of the screenplay, uh, and he directed as well. And then Lee Child, the author of the Jack Reacher novels, um, he seemed fine with the casting. And he said, Reacher's size is a metaphor for an unstoppable force, which Cruz portrays in his own way. But like me personally, I'm always happy to recast Tom Cruise, because he's now essentially a repodcasting all-star. Is he? Yeah, we've done a lot of Tom Cruise movies. I don't. We've done a couple, but I wouldn't say a lot. Uh, we've done The Firm and Eyes Wide Shut and Jerry Maguire. I don't know. I think that's more than most actors. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So, how was the box office for this movie? So the budget for this movie was 60 million and the box office was 218 million wow a hit yeah i mean it did very well at the box office which is why it got a sequel right and not only a seat well a sequel but then also now there's uh, a new tv show called reacher that is out now not anything to do with Tom Cruise, but um, people seem to really like this character and this source material. Yeah, from what I understand, these books are quite popular. They definitely have quite a following. And I think that's why, you know, as you touched upon, you know, with books, and I can certainly relate to this because I often get very attached to like a character when I'm reading a book. And then when they adapt it into a movie, like I certainly understand that feeling of, oh, like, I don't like that person or, you know, you get this idea when you're reading, you almost have an idea of like, 
who the character is, who should play it in a movie. And then there's that disconnect when it's not someone that you care for. And I guess in terms of the physicality, right, as you said, the character is mammoth. Like he's this hulking sort of guy. And so apparently there was quite a lot of backlash I guess with people who were great fans of the source material, they were not pleased with Tom Cruise being cast. But I feel like this happens all the time, right? Like anytime there's a really popular book that is adapted into a movie, like there's always this sort of backlash that follows. Yeah, sometimes when the character looks exactly like what was described in the book, there's a backlash. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You you really get attached to to characters. Yeah. I personally, like like I said, I've never read the book, so I don't really care. And, you know, I feel like Cruz did what Cruz does in this movie. So I didn't have a problem with him necessarily. Um, doing the role. But again, I'm always happy to recast him because I think there are just, in general, better actors out there. I don't care that Cruz does his own stunt driving. I don't care if he's hanging off the side of an airplane because when stunt people do it, they do a, a great job. So like, to me, I don't know, I feel like that's always something that people kind of like rush to his defense to say, like, he's such a hard worker, he does this and he does that. But that, to me, is not a necessary part of an actor being cast in a role. Okay. Okay. So anyway, um, I'll just give a brief synopsis of the movie. If you haven't seen it, it is on Netflix. So um, hopefully you can access it pretty easily. A homicide investigator digs deeper into a case involving a trained military sniper who shot five random victims. And, um, yeah, that opening scene was a bummer. (laughs) Like, just, like, I don't know. Everything, I don't, this isn't my kind of movie, essentially, is what it boils down to. I don't like watching people killing innocent people, whether it was which we learned to find out later that one of the people shot was targeted and the rest were just to make it look random. But yeah, like it was just kind of a bummer. And then for me, like one of the things that really bugged me about the movie is Jack Reacher's character being like so smug and he knows everything and he is always right. He's so perfect. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't find a character like that interesting in any way whatsoever. Right, but don't you think that that's the way Tom Cruise plays the character? Like, that's how, that's why the character is like that. Okay, so do you think that maybe the Jack Reacher of the novels is more like a rounded out, flawed human being? Well, I don't know, Lucia, because I haven't read the books and neither have you, so. <laughs> no, exactly, but like, so why why that comment, like, that you think that's because... how Tom Cruise plays it? Yes, exactly. Because I think that that is the that's Tom Cruise's interpretation of the character. I don't think that the character is necessarily like that. 
you know, as I said, I didn't read, I haven't read these books, but I have a feeling that that's the way Tom Cruise played it because this is basically like, this is how Tom Cruise plays most of his characters. Like this is sort of what we see from Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. I don't know if I've ever seen a character of Tom Cruise's fail or, you know, do something wrong. (laughs) So yeah, that's a fair point. Okay, well, why don't we take our first ad break, and then we will come back and uh, talk about our casting choices. Repodcasting is brought to you by PodPower. With PodPower, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a PodPower shout out to Bookwomen. Bookwomen is a podcast about editing, publishing, and writing Indigenous stories. Three Métis librarians representing nations from across the homeland aim to inspire Indigenous peoples to share their stories in whatever form that they enjoy. Guests include Indigenous storytellers from diverse mediums like podcasting, burlesque, books, comics, social media, films, music, and everything in between. You can listen and find out more at bookwomenpodcast.ca. And now back to the show. Okay, Janet. So I I can go first since I picked this movie. I have a couple of choices. Firstly, when I was reading about the movie and, you know, things that people liked or didn't like about it, I just kept seeing over and over, even in like just kind of user reviews, not critics or anything like that. Like I just kept seeing over and over and over, Tom Cruise is too short. Tom Cruise is too short. To the point where, like, I almost got annoyed by it, where it's like, who cares? (laughs) But fine, you want somebody tall? I will cast somebody tall. So I did pick two very tall actors, two people who we have seen in action type stuff, but one of them probably, like, still might be a surprise. My first choice is Tyler Perry. He's definitely known most for the movies that he writes and directs and, you know, for being Medea and things like that. But whenever I have seen Tyler Perry in a movie that he did not write, I think he's really good. (laughs) Tyler Perry tall? Yeah, he's 6'5". He's super tall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought of him and, you know, I was thinking of, you know, when I've seen him in things like Gone Girl or even Don't Look Up. And like, he's always really good when he's acting in a role for which he did not write the script. Um, And then when I was looking into his credits, I realized that he was in a movie called Alex Cross that came out two months before Jack Reacher. That is actually like, pretty similar. <laughs> so um, in that sense, it's it's good casting because he's done it, but it's bad casting because, of course, he would not be in these two movies released two months apart. But yeah, I think he would have been really good and, and interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then I did have a second choice. And like, this one's kind of obvious. And later on, I found out he was considered for the role. And that is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ah, right. Yeah, I saw that, that he was considered for the role. Yeah. But Dwayne, see, I don't think Dwayne Johnson's a very good actor. Mm. He's okay. But I don't think he would have been good enough to be in this role. I mean, not that this is like Shakespearean acting that's going on in this movie but I don't know like 
this is going to sound awful, and I certainly hope Dwayne Johnson is not listening right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. He's just, like, he's beefy, right? And that's it. Like, I feel like that is what Dwayne Johnson brings to the table. Like, he's a big, beefy actor. And, like, there's really never much acting going on with him, right? So, I don't know. I like him. Like, as a personality, I like him. But, like, as an actor, I don't know. I'm kind of not surprised that he didn't get the role, to be honest. The part... This is also going to sound mean, so I really do hope he's not listening. (laughs) But maybe this part, which again, yes, is not Shakespearean, but maybe it is a little too cerebral. Yeah, this is not like when I saw that he was, I don't know if he auditioned for it or who knows, but I was like, he would have been all wrong for this, in my opinion. I don't know. I see what you're saying. But I do still think he would have been better than Cruz. Really? I do. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You think Dwayne Johnson is a better actor than Tom Cruise? Yeah. I don't think Tom Cruise is a good actor. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I think he is – he doesn't emote. He does the same thing all the time, every time. Like, I think he's – Yeah, go on, finish your thought. Just that I think he's a very boring actor. So you think that Dwayne Johnson is a better actor than Tom Cruise? Have you seen Moana? He is a better, he has more range. He can do more things than Tom Cruise. Okay. Well, we disagree (laughs) there. Yeah, I'll stand by it. I don't know. I think Tom Cruise is like really boring as an actor. All right. But yeah, how about you? Who did you decide to cast? Well, I'll be honest. This was the very first time that I watched uh, like a movie for our podcast. And I thought, I actually think that the person in this role is perfect. I thought that Tom Cruise was really good as Jack Reacher. I enjoyed him. I thought he was very entertaining. I mean, he was delivering sort of what we can expect from Tom Cruise in an action movie. But I think that's why Tom Cruise is so good in action movies because he is entertaining to watch. I know you don't think so and that's fine, but I mean the movie commercially, it did really well and it did well because Tom Cruise was in it because whether you agree or not, Tom Cruise is a movie star and Tom Cruise can open a movie even to this day at the age of, I don't know, he's like pushing 60, I suspect, and he can still open movies and open them very, very successfully. So yeah, I actually liked him as Jack Reacher. I mean, I know that maybe he doesn't fit sort of the physical requirements of the character in the book. But, you know, that's the thing. What he lacks in, like, that physical sort of presence or even stature, he has in star power, right? I mean, he's Tom Cruise. So 
you're watching this and you're like, and that's the other thing because I have no association with the book. Like I have no attachment to it. I have no knowledge of what this character is like in the book. So I had nothing to sort of compare it to. Like I'm going in blind and it's like, to me, I thought Tom Cruise was very effective in the movie. Right. I mean, there's all these Tom Cruise isms, right. That are in there that we just come to expect because he's Tom Cruise. And <laughs> obviously that doesn't annoy me as much as it annoys you. So Wait, I what's actually, a Tom, sorry to interrupt. What's a Tom Cruise ism that was in the movie? Um, well, let's start with the fact that all the ladies interacting with this character all want him, right? And why is that? Because he's Tom Cruise. He's the star of the movie. And, you know, it's interesting, like, all this talk about, well, who was going to play Jack Reacher? Who was going to play Jack Reacher? Well, Tom Cruise is the producer, or at least one of them. Yeah. He bought production rights. And he's a producer of the movie. Tom Cruise was not going to cast somebody else to play the role. I mean, obviously, when he decided to produce this, it was going to be a starring vehicle for him. So that's why, like, I don't understand why there's any other talk of, like, who was going to be cast in this. It was always going to be Tom Cruise. He wouldn't have agreed to have produced it if he wasn't going to star in it, right? Yeah, hard to agree. Like, it's an absolute irrelevant point as to, like, who was going to play him. It was always going to be him. So, anyway, I liked him in the role. I had no issues with him. Uh, I thought he pulled it off really well. He's a great action star. I did recast it, though, obviously, like, because that's what we do here at (laughs) at Repodcasting. So, I mean... I don't know. I'll be honest. I had a hard time recasting it because I liked him in the role. Right. So I was like, I don't know who I should cast in this role. And I thought of like a few different actors. I guess someone who sort of kept coming back to me while I was watching it was Hugh Jackman. Because Hugh Uh, Hugh Jackman is, I mean, in terms of stature, he is quite tall. He's definitely long-limbed. That's for (laughs) sure. I'm assuming he's tall. Yeah. Age-wise, I mean, he's younger than Tom Cruise, so he would have been a bit younger. But I'm not so sure that the Jack Reacher character is supposed to be that old in the first place. I don't know, because Tom Cruise was almost 50 years old when he played this role. Mm -hmm. So and I'm not so sure that Jack Reacher is supposed to be 50. But again, because I'm not familiar with the source material, like I can't be certain if anyone is listening who is familiar with the books, please shout at us and tell us that we're wrong. Anyway, yeah, so I picked Hugh Jackman, and you know what? Hugh Jackman could have played this role. I mean, why not? Hugh Jackman, I've seen him do, like, other sort of action movies. He certainly could have beefed up for the role, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, he could have, because he did it with, uh, what was it, Wolverine or whatever. I don't know. He got, like, super cut for that. So, I mean, he could have, like, beefed himself up and sort of made himself more of like what people were expecting 
of the Jack Reacher character. I don't know. He is a very good actor. I like Hugh Jackman. I think he's good at like everything. He's one of those he's one of those artists who is just exceptional at everything, right? And really? he's a good actor. I mean, this is definitely a role where Jack Reacher seems to be someone who is, you know, he's very serious. He's very no nonsense. I could see Hugh Jackman doing that. Mm -hmm. That's who I selected. I actually had a really weird double feature yesterday because I watched Jack Reacher and then I watched Kate and Leopold, which stars Hugh Jackman and Meg Ryan. (laughs) So it's funny because right now I'm just picturing him in period clothing in a romantic comedy. But yes, he has absolutely done action. And yeah, I think that's a great choice. He can do anything. It's fine, I suppose. I don't know. I like I was just kind of like, oh, I have to pick someone. So may as well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Love that enthusiasm. (laughs) Well, I didn't like, like I say, I liked Tom Cruise in the role. So sorry, there's about that lack of enthusiasm, Lucia. (laughs) (laughs) So the two characters, Charlie and Jeb, I guess they're both. So Charlie is the one who Who actually. Who are these people? Are we going to like do a full recap of this movie? Because (laughs) nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, no, this movie's too long for that. But I did want to mention, so uh, the guy who played the actual sniper, And then the guy who, yeah, that's Charlie. And then the guy who played the kind of like leader of the gang who tries to beat him up in the bar. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So those two guys are Australian. Yeah. And they had so much trouble with their American accent that several scenes were scrapped. Oh, really? Yeah. And many of Charlie's lines were dropped. Which well, is kind of interesting because, like, yeah, they're not have, big names. Like, wouldn't you just recast it if it's not working out? I, I found that fascinating. Well, Jay, uh, Jay Courtney is the guy who plays the, the shooter. He's mm-hmm. done a lot of stuff, though. He, everything, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything where he uses his, his real accent. Oh, so has he played American a lot? I, I've never seen him. Absolutely, yeah. Wow, weird. Okay. I wonder if this was like one of his earlier roles. Maybe. Uh, One thing that I thought was kind of funny is that I guess uh, I was reading that in the novels, Jack Reacher does not like to drive. Um, He always walks, hitchhikes, rides subways, buses, uh, and there's an entire like full on car chase scene in this movie (laughs) with Jack Reacher driving. Right, but he takes the bus like throughout the movie as well. (laughs) Yes, he does. Right. Well, there had to be a car scene because once again, that's a Tom Cruise ism. Yeah, of course. Right? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I will say this about this movie. It has like a stellar supporting cast. I mean, Agreed. Rosamund Pike, Richard Jenkins, um, David, David Oyelowo. Oyelowo. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was like, this is a great cast. Like overall, the movie is a bit long. Like I thought it could have, it could have benefited from a little bit of editing. Like I certainly had to to turn it off. 
I didn't watch it in one go. I pulled a Lucia. I watched it in shifts, but I watched it like in one day. I didn't watch okay. it over the span of like a week. But yeah, like I really enjoyed the cast. I thought like it was a great supporting cast. And like Robert Duvall is in this. <laughs> When Robert Duvall showed up, I was like, what yeah. is going on? But like, I'm, I suspect that he and Tom Cruise, they're besties. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, they're <laughs> friends. Yeah, because they did another movie together, which off the top of my head, I can't remember now. But they have worked together before. And I suspect that they're friends. I don't know why. Okay. But... Maybe I've read that somewhere, like maybe it's somewhere in the back of my mind, but I suspect that they're, they're besties. Well, for me, the supporting role that like, I literally shrieked when I heard the voice, Werner Herzog is acting in this movie. Yeah, I know. Like, so funny. I don't know. Was he, so weird. Like, he had nothing else to do for a little while. <laughs> In a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> delighted. He was quite good. He was. He was scary. Yeah. I was scared of him for sure. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't say I was scared of him. You were scared? Why I'm of sorry. That weird milky eye of his? No, of the fact that he chewed off his own fingers and then made yeah. another uh, asked another guy to chew off his own fingers and when he didn't, oh, he shot him. You just don't watch enough gore. That's true. <laughs> I do not watch enough gore at all. Because yeah, that that hit me. <laughs> Were you clutching your pearls, Lucia? Oh, how could they? <laughs> so I think it is really funny and interesting that you know I don't know at what point Tom Cruise came on to produce, if that was right at the beginning or if it was later on in the process. But when I saw the list of actors that were considered for the role of Jack Reacher, like it almost it made me wonder if this is something that's been in the works for decades, because some of these people are like from a different era. I won't name everybody because it is a really long list. Can um, I ask you, sorry, can I ask you a question before you start? Where did you... Where did you get this list from? What was your source material? Yeah, this was on the IMDb trivia section. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I will say this. Uh, they don't have to put a source there. <laughs> but typically, uh, it's pretty, what's the word? Accurate, pretty reliable. Okay. So some of the like, this is part of the reason why I think this might have been in the works for a long time. Kurt Russell, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, John claude Van Damme, Bruce Willis, Denzel Washington, Ron Perlman, Harrison Ford, like all of these people were considered. And to me, in 2012, anyway, they, I think, would have been quite too old for that role. Yeah. But then you also had like, Nicolas Cage and Johnny Depp and Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx and uh, did I say Will Smith and Vince Vaughn. Uh, Hugh Jackman was considered, which I thought was funny uh, that you picked him. And my favorite, Jim Carrey. Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. But they, it's always like that with casting, right? Like you get this long list of names and half the 
time you're just sitting there scratching your head going like why were any of these people on the list right for sure a lot of those is really surprising yeah they send out the the scripts to like whoever's sort of hot or popular and the thing is too i mean you want uh, like a movie like this you need a big name obviously because it Mm -hmm. You're not going to, like, employ some unknown as Jack Reacher, right? It's got a huge budget. Like, it's yeah. a blockbuster movie. You can't have an unknown actor as Jack Reacher. Yeah, and I wonder if it's because... Because, again, like, I I had never even heard of Jack Reacher or Lee Child or, like, you know, these novels or anything like that. But clearly they were, you know a really successful series already. So I wonder if that had to do with why they considered so many people because it's like a series that already has a big following. I don't know. But yeah, it was a pretty long list. I don't always find lists that long for uh, movies. So I don't know. Okay. So for anybody who hasn't watched the movie, would you recommend watching it or no? Yeah. I mean, it's, Like, it's a solid action movie. So I think if you are a fan of action movies, certainly I think if you enjoy Tom Cruise's work, you'll enjoy him in the movie. I mean, there's certain parts of the movie that are just, like, like really outrageous, right? But, I mean, overall, it's, it's an entertaining action movie. It's just a bit long but that's I don't know that that's necessarily I think that's more something like that's just more of a personal sort of thing like I tend to have like a short attention span like I like movies that are like an hour and a half right yeah if it's gonna be over two hours like it had better be really really good or it had better have like one of my favorite actors actresses or whatever right like sure yeah but i mean um yeah sure i think anyone who enjoys like a solid action thriller like this is fun it's entertaining like i would recommend it okay nice all right. Well, the ratings that I found for this movie on IMDb, it only got a 50% from 36 critics. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it had a 63% from 184 reviewers. So like, pretty low all around. Like, I don't know, I thought it was an okay movie. And it's not my kind of movie. Uh, oh, and you might be proud of me, but I did watch it all in one sitting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I- I am surprised because I actually messaged you earlier in the week and told you to start watching it on Monday in preparation for this recording, which we were doing on a Saturday. And I told you to watch like 15 minutes a day (laughs) because I really didn't think you'd be able to watch this in one sitting based on how you like to watch movies sometimes. That's not necessarily how I like to watch movies. But yeah, like when you have like a long and tedious movie, that's when I like to maybe split it up. Yeah, but you do watch movies like that, do you not? Not typically. That happens a lot for the repodcasting movies because we pick 
tedious movies for like we tend to pick kind of like not very good movies because they need recasting right so yeah i don't typically watch movies like that i sometimes watch movies like that oh okay all right yeah but this did hold my attention i thought it was like i was angry at some parts of it but overall i thought it was pretty good that's good Yeah. Well, why don't we take our second break before we come back for our final and favorite segment? Repodcasting is brought to you by ATB. At ATB, we make banking work for you. With expert and practical advice in everyday banking and investment planning expertise and management services with ATB Wealth, you can be confident that you're making smart choices when it comes to your money. We have a history of doing what's right for our clients, especially when times are tough, because ATB was built to help Albertans. For more information, visit atb.com. And now back to the show. And it is time for our final segment. Hold me close, young Tony Danza. It's time for Hold Me Close, Young Tony Danza, the segment where we cast Tony Danza into one of the roles in this movie. So, Janet, uh, did you have any trouble casting Tony in this movie? No, did you? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Really? So who mm. did you cast him as, Lucia? Well, at the end of the day, I cast him in the Richard Jenkins role, the, the DA. I thought, you know, I thought it'd be interesting to see Tony playing that fine line because you're kind of suspicious of him throughout and you're unsure if he's the bad guy. But at the end of the day, he's just a dad who loves his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's nice. <laughs> um, I cast Tony in the Robert Duvall role. Okay. So I, I don't remember the name of that character, but yeah, I just saw him as like this like tough guy who's you know, kind of weather-beaten. He's been around the block. He's seen it all. He owns some sort of, I don't know, what was that? A gun shop? A gun range? Range, like, yeah, shooting range. A gun cafe? I, I don't know <laughs> what that was, right? Just a regular hangout for Americans? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I saw Tony in that role. And then also the way he kind of saves the day essentially like he really he really is a catalyst yeah in what ends up happening later on in the movie and he really does come to jack reacher's aid and he sort of has some comedic moments as well so i thought tony could like pull off the comedic moments but also like that not paternal but you almost get like a paternal sort of like vibe off of this character, right? Like definitely a protector. Like he comes in and he, he's like, he, you know, he helps Jack. So I thought Tony would have just channeled all of that so beautifully. You know what? I love that. I want to change my answer. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. And it would give him a lot more to do. Like he gets to kind of saved the day at the end. So yeah, yeah, I love that. He's definitely instrumental in saving the day, right? So For sure. 
Great. Well, thanks for uh, going with me on this journey. I wasn't sure if Jack Reacher was going to be a good pick for the pod, but I I think, I don't know, I was pretty glad about it. So for next month, we have a special episode. We'll be recasting Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, the uh, 1991, I think it is, film with Kevin Costner. And we're going to have a special guest co-host for that. Janet is busy. So uh, I'm not not busy. Stop telling people I'm busy. (laughs) I'm not busy with anything. Well, then why are you abandoning me? It hurts. We should just just tell people exactly what happened. What do you mean? What happened? Well, we couldn't get together when you were here in Ontario visiting and we couldn't get together like to record any any repodcasting episodes so your family members were kind enough to do us a favor and fill in for me so they they did us a favor they saved the day for us for sure Okay, so then uh, tune in to find out which family member is the guest co-host next month for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And uh, as always, if you have any notes, any suggestions, any recasting choices that you want to share with us, you can email us at repodcasting at gmail.com or you can find us on all the social media places at repodcasting. So Janet, thank you as always for joining me. Thanks, Lucia. Take care. Bye. Bye.